All right, today's going to be different because I'm just going to jump into it. I'm not actually going to do the intro song because I want to keep this video very short. This video is going to be intended for the general audience um, of the American people and or legislators. So with that, I want to talk today about the immigration deception, how to win all arguments on the uh, on immigration fast and we're only going to use the law beginning with this starting with this i want to direct your attention to the fact that the border is open the federal government is facilitating it please take look at these videos the gate at gate 36 right here and there goes the group of people who crossed illegally into the united states they have opened the gate for them they're heading into the transport van where they will be processed and paroled out into a city near you guys. So that's happening in the United States right now. Under the Biden administration, there have been millions of people come in. Illegal immigration, mass migration is through the roof. Here is a video from this morning showing a well-known jihadist walking across the border unlawfully. And so this is an eight second clip. We'll keep going after this. By the way, you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. So a jihadist who hates Jesus is threatening the American people and he's walking across the border unlawfully out in the open being recorded. The federal government's not doing anything. Lastly, here is Alex Jones this morning speaking about how, well, I'll let him speak for himself, but I, I want to say that Alex Jones is speaking about the ruling that we're about to briefly cover from the Supreme Court yesterday where they vacated an injunction between the state of Texas and the Border Patrol. So this is Alex Jones speaking to his big audience, and I'll point out the deception after he says it. Go ahead. Everybody keeps putting faith in the Supreme Court to do the right thing. But today they said Texas, even on Texas land, can't put up barbed wire, can't have state police, can't have Texas Guard try to stop the invasion happening that Mayorkas and Biden created. They told the illegals when Biden was running for office, when I win, surge the border. They've set up UN camps all over Central and South America. Yeah, I absolutely agree with with Alex Jones politically on this. I agree that the Biden administration is doing it purposefully. I believe that Mayorkas is acting unlawfully. Where I disagree with him is whenever he says specifically, specifically that the Supreme Court uh, overturn this again get the words hold on go ahead everybody keeps putting faith in the supreme court to do the right thing but today they said texas even on texas land can't put up barbed wire can't have state police can't have texas guard and that's where he's wrong and i want to show it to you i want to show you the and i'm, I'm not i'm not arguing for open borders i want all i want all legal and illegal immigration to stop i want every single last illegal immigrant deported men women children it does not matter if you're here illegally i want you out I also want righteous government, which means we need to be specific about what we say. This is the court order that he is looking at. This is the Supreme Court of the United States, Department of Homeland Security versus the state of Texas. This is what was published yesterday. This is her application. This is the people who are looking into this. So a summary of this goes to this. There is an injunction pending the appeal from December 19 regarding the United States Court of Appeals Fifth Circuit uh, case. 
This case concerns Texas attempts to invoke its state, its state tort law. Tort means twisting. Tort means violation. Tort means harm. So the Solicitor General for the U.S. government is telling you that Texas is trying to invoke its state tort law to enjoin federally authorized activities. Now, if something is authorized, that means it is lawful. So the government lawyer is arguing that the feds are doing something that they are authorized to do. And what Texas is doing is suing it for tort laws, tort claims. You have to understand, look at this, committing conversion and trespass to chattels property under Texas law. See, they're arguing, Texas is arguing that razor wire is chattel and property and that the federal government can't go against that property. I, by God's grace, want to show you where that is such a stupid argument on the state of Texas that Governor Abbott or someone whoever wrote that argument is stupid and they're not actually standing on real law. But to do this, we have to go back to the very foundations of government where we go back to John Locke in uh, book 2, chapter 15, section 171. John Locke reads, I've circled it for you. He says, political power is that power which every man uh, having in the state of nature has given up in the hands of society and therein to the governors whom the society hath set over it with this express or tacit trust. John Locke, the formative thinker that influenced all the founders when they wrote the constitutions, told us that government is an express or tacit trust and that that trust shall be employed for their good and their preservation of property. So the purpose of government is to uh, uh, preserve property and for the public good. So now that we know that it's an express trust, we need to know what the word express means. Now understand that words have meaning. Don't just think you know what stuff means. Express, plain and clear, direct, not ambiguous, not implied or left to inference. So it's something that's written down. A trust. Here is the, and all these are 18, These are all of these are Noah Webster, 1828 definitions. This is the definition of trust from 1828. Something committed to a person's care for use or management and for which an account must be rendered. Every man's talent and advantages are a trust committed to him by his maker and for the use or employment of which he is accountable. This means that an express trust is written and it's an arrangement where something is given to somebody like Jesus gives you your talents that you then use for his glory. You multiply for the kingdom. If you are in the government, you use the powers that government is granted by the express trust for the good of the people and the preservation of their property. This is what a constitution is, the definition of a constitution. 1828 Webster's. 
This says, the established form of government in a state, kingdom, or country, a system of fundamental rules, principles, and ordinances for the government of a state or nation. In free states, the Constitution is paramount, which means above, above to the statutes or laws enacted by the legislature. Hear that again. The Constitution is paramount, above the statutes or laws enacted by the legislature. So if the legislature does something, that does not mean that it is the Constitution. Okay? Limiting, controlling its power, and in the United States, the legislature is created and its powers designated by the Constitution. This means that the Constitution is above and grants powers to the legislature because the Constitution creates the legislature. So then we need to understand that the Constitution is a public trust. We know that because Article 6, Section 3, the senators and representatives before mentioned, I'll just do this, before mentioned of the several state legislatures and all executive judicial officers, both of the United States and of the several states, shall be bind by, bound by oath or affirmation to support this Constitution. But no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. So then we need to know what public means. Public. Public means pertaining to a nation, state, or community. Extending, um, uh, uh, extending to the whole of a whole, to a whole people as a public law, which binds the people of a nation or state as opposed to a private statute or resolve, which respects an individual or corporation only. Thus we say public welfare, public good, public calamity, public service, public property. Now, this is important because whenever the government is there for the public good and the preservation of our property, we have to understand what that means. Let's go to one of the original 13 colonies, Virginia. Article 1, Section 1. This uh, says that all men are by nature and equally free and independent. Notice that men, th this is men and women in, in, in the law, male and female, Equally free and equally independent, and they have certain, which means specific, not ambiguous, inherent rights that comes from God, of which they enter into society. When they enter into society, enter a st state of society, this means they voluntarily form governments. Governments are voluntary associations. When people voluntarily enter into a society, they cannot, by any compact, which means agreement, deprive or divest their posterity, their future, namely the enjoyment of life and liberty with the means of acquiring and possessing property and pursuing and obtaining happiness and safety. Men cannot enter into a society where they enter into a compact that deprives them of their future. They can't do it. Now, people will say, well, that's just the Virginia Constitution. That doesn't mean for New York or Florida or Oklahoma. But you have to understand that this is a right. Your right comes from God. God gives you inherent rights, which means they're applicable to all men. The text literally says that all men... Not all Virginians, not all New Yorkers, not all Massachusettsans. All men are by nature equally free and independent. 
Okay, so let's go to Virginia Constitution number two. Article one, section two, that all power is vested in, all power, all power is vested in and consequently derived from. Remember when we looked at the definition of constitution, what did it say? Constitution said what? Well, that's uh, public. When we look at constitution, it says the legislature is created and its powers designated by the constitution, which means those powers in the constitution came from somewhere. Where did they come from? They came from people. The people that their magistrates are their trustees and servants and at all times amenable to them. Folks, people in government serve you. They serve you. They're at all times, which means Sunday at 5 o'clock in the morning. Now let's finish up here. Virginia Constitution, Article 1, Section 3. That government is or ought to be instituted for the common benefit. That's all the people. Protection and security of the people, nation, or community. Of all the various modes and forms of government, that is best which is capable of providing the greatest degree of happiness and safety and is most effectually secured against the danger, which means you don't even have to do it yet. You just have to be at risk of maladministration. And whenever government shall be found inadequate or contrary to these purposes, a majority of the community hath an indubitable, inalienable, and indefeasible right to reform or uh, alter or abolish in such manner as shall be judged most conducive to the public will. That means public will, public good. When we understand this, we need to understand that the Constitution is written on a piece of paper. That piece of paper lists the powers that derivative government, the legislature, can do. When we look at our U.S. Constitution, the U.S. Constitution does not grant the U.S. Congress the power of immigration. If we go to our U.S. Constitution and we look up Article 1, we go down to the legislative branch, Section 8. These are your granted powers of the legislature. U.S. Congress only has these powers. This is an express trust, which means only what is written is directly what is given. So you can't have, by inference or ambiguity, wiggle room into these words. So then we go down here to 1, 2, 3, 4. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4. Congress has the power to establish a uniform rule of naturalization. So then we ask, what does naturalization mean? Naturalization is, 1828 Webster's Dictionary says this, naturalization, the act of investing. What does that remind you of? Investing. When it says investing, doesn't that look like a grant of authority? Doesn't that look like the Congress shall have power? Or if we go back to Article um, uh, 2, we go to what? Uh, the executive power shall be vested. See that? Vested? Power is vested. It is granted. It's given. When we look at the power of the act of investing an alien, and I have an immigration series. There's four videos in the description below. Aliens are foreigners. So naturalization is giving foreigners with the rights and privileges of a native subject or citizen. So now let's go to what citizen means. Citizen, 1828 Webster's Dictionary, citizen means 
in the United States, a person native or naturalized who has the privilege of exercising the elective franchise or the qualifications which enable him to vote for rulers. So to be a citizen in the United States is to have the benefit of membership, which is to say that you can vote. So when you naturalize somebody, as the power of the U.S. Congress has, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4, when you see this power, when you recognize that the uniform rule of naturalization is about conferring benefits to include voting, right? When you see this, the uniform of naturalization, it means to become a citizen which has the benefits of everybody else. The reason why this is important is because this naturalization is not immigration. Immigration does not mean naturalization. Don't take my word for it. Let me prove it to you. This is Webster's Dictionary, 1828. Uh, and Noah Webster was a founding father, by the way. Immigration, right there in the middle. The passing or removing into a country for the purpose of permanent residence. Immigration is about people physically moving to your country. You're going from country not America to country America. The act of physically passing or moving into a country. Naturalization, what the Congress has the power to do, is about uh, investing an alien, a foreigner, with the rights and privileges of a native subject or citizen. Does that make sense? And because it is an express trust, and the Constitution says the word naturalization, the Constitution says the word naturalization, the Constitution does not say the word immigration. So because the Constitutions are express trusts, and only what is written is the law. When the law says, when the Constitution says that the Congress has the uniform rule of naturalization, Congress, the Federal Congress, U.S. Congress, does not have the power of immigration. What you will find is that the U.S. government does, it regulates commerce to presume that immigration is commercial. When it does this, it uses an unlawful presumption to exceed its granted power to violate the states. This is what happens when you see stuff like this. The gate at gate 36 right here, and there goes the group of people who crossed illegally into the United States. They have opened the gate for them. They're heading into the transport van where they will be processed and paroled out into a city near you guys. The reason why this is important, and I'll wrap up with this, I wanna keep it, I wanna keep, keep this under 20 minutes. The reason why this is important is because the letter of the law is the law. Americans don't know what the Constitution says. They don't know what these words mean. And because we all get flustered up into angry and emotion, Alex Jones said, the Supreme Court isn't letting Texas defend itself. Texas isn't arguing that it can defend itself. Texas is arguing tort laws in a federal jurisdiction. That, that's dumb. You can't have a state statute argued in a federal jurisdiction. You can have a state constitution argued against federal jurisdiction, but they're not doing that. They're not arguing that. 
you have to ask, why are the people of Texas, why are the, the leaders of the lawyers of the politicians in Texas not arguing the Constitution of Texas against the federal overreach? Why are the people in the federal government not uh, being bound by their oaths to what the law says, naturalization, not immigration? That's the issue. It's, it's, it's like that is the issue. And lastly, judges have to have judicial notice. So they are a blank slate. If you have not made known to them the issue in the law, they cannot, by way of impartiality, regard that. They can't take notice of it unless you tell them it. This is the thing in the law is that whenever you make an argument in the law, you have to say, this is the issue. Here is my right. Here is my power. This is where my power comes from, which is what you do when you make a claim, which is why we argue the Constitution, which is why we point to the original documents, the original meaning, and we say, this is what stuff means. When you don't do that, you grant all sorts of descriptions and interpretations, definitions. You have all sorts of twistings of words. Let's just use the plain words of the Constitution. Does the Constitution, U.S. Constitution, say immigration? No. Because it does not, the feds don't have jurisdiction over immigration. What you'll find is that the states have jurisdiction over immigration, which, which follows because every state constitution will literally tell you what the definition of the boundaries of the state. So the jurisdiction over that state is the state constitution. But when the federal government breaches that jurisdiction by assuming an unlawful presumption, if attorneys don't argue what the state constitution says against what the feds are doing, the feds are going to be upheld every single time, which is exactly what happened. And so until people actually know the law, stand on the law, and argue the law, we'll continue to get a bunch of people who aren't supposed to be here. Please share this video. It went longer than I wanted it to, but that's the law on immigration. If you want more information, the four-part series in the, in, in the description below, part one, part two, part three, part four, literally walks through hundreds of years of what immigration is. It walks through the fundamentals. It looks at the Constitution. It does a much deeper dive into this. Anyway, I appreciate your time, Lord willing. Um, I'll be back tomorrow. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do a stream Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Central. But this is for mass distribution. Get the, get the truth of the law out there. Stop taking this hoax stuff. Stop allowing fear to arrest you uh, and, and, and think that everything's falling down. No. Stand on your rights. Know the law. And don't waver. Use precision. Stop letting your brain uh, be bound and blown by every wind of doctrine. Anyway. Appreciate your time, Lord willing. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I'm Jaron Jackson. God bless you. Uh, believe the gospel of Jesus Christ.